everyone. Welcome to For a Particular Point of View. I am Dale, and uh, welcome once again to the podcast. For responses, comments, questions, ideas, thoughts, criticisms, whatever, <laughs> you can email me at watercoolercomments at gmail.com or watercoolercomments at hotmail.com. Either way, it's okay. Um, I'm also on YouTube. Don't know how long for because I keep on. They keep on. <clears throat> um, how can I put this? Um, <clears throat> partially limiting my my um, my podcast, and they claim it's for trademark infractions. Um, the interesting thing is, on several of my podcasts, it's the same stuff that. Um, it's the same stuff that I use every week, and there's nothing new. And sometimes they approve it, and sometimes they, eh, we're not going to let this get out too far because trademark infections. You're not using, you didn't get permission for the song. And I'm thinking to myself, well, how do you know that? Um, at the beginning of the song, at the very beginning of this, is uh, Ted Nugent's um, uh, song. Um, right now, I can't remember the name of the darn thing. Um, <clears throat> Uh, it's not a strange, not snow. Um, anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> Ted Nugent's song, and I'm, I've met him once, he's a nice guy, and I'm pretty sure he wouldn't mind, um, letting me use his, his song for my podcast. I'm pretty sure he would. I mean, I could always email him and say, hey, dude, do you mind? Um, because I kind of know his mindset, he, we have similar values, so I'm pretty sure he wouldn't care. But anyway, the ones I'm not sure about. But um, you can also uh, comment on, see, YouTube, um, uh, Twitter. I'm on Twitter, Getter, um, uh, Truth Social. Uh, I'm on Rumble. You can leave a comment on Rumble. Give me a like on Rumble. Stuff like that. 
<clears throat> so um, anyway, once again, it's it's uh, my email is the water cooler comments at hotmail.com or water cooler comments at gmail.com. Either way, it's no, it's all up to you. <clears throat> so going to continue um, this topic of this week. I actually thought about this a week or so ago, but other ideas came up. <clears throat> so, but this one here, the way things are going the last week or two, really. Um, now, some of you may or may not like this very much because um, religion is a very touchy subject to some people. Uh, I don't call I don't call my faith system religion. I call it my faith system. I have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Uh, I, I I'm a follower of the way, and if no one knows what the way is, you need to read your Bible, <laughs> because the way is what the early church was called. Why do they call it the way? It's simple. What did Jesus say? I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. So yeah, the way. And interesting thing enough, in case you didn't know, is I forget what city it was, but it was, I think it's in the book of Acts, is where they started calling Christians, they started using it as a derogatory term, you know, Christians. And it worked out pretty good, I guess, because now we use it as a, you know, that's what we call ourselves. Anyway, um, I was getting really angry at some of the things going on, and it's like, well, this isn't very Christian, so anyway, that's a little bit of a teaser, I guess, ish or whatever. Um, but, uh, so what we usually do for the beginning of the show is we bring out some words of wisdom, some quotes that I thoroughly enjoy, uh, a couple from Denzel Washington, and a couple from, one from somebody who I don't know, anyway. Anything you're good at, anything you practice, you get good at, including BS. If you don't read the papers, you're not informed. If you do read the papers, you're misinformed. Sin will take you farther than you want to go, longer than you want to stay, and it'll cost you more than you want to pay. And finally, a conservative is a liberal who's been robbed. Which is interesting, because I just heard on the radio today that there is a, a liberal woman, a Democrat who was a firmly into the defund the police. I guess she was hardcore Black Lives Matter, really, really wanted to just totally dismantle and totally do away with all police in her city. Well, apparently, she got carjacked. In the pro process of her getting carjacked, she got beat up. And I guess now she's demanding the police do something. She is demanding that the police do something to, to catch these perpetrators who, who assaulted her. She's demanding they go to prison. It's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, granted, I'm sure she doesn't consider herself conservative, but you get the idea. <clears throat> anyway, um, so as per normal, <clears throat> we're going to cover some of the news um, that we've been following the last week or so. I think the last time I did this podcast was like, like a Wednesday or a Thursday. Um, I've been busy the last few weeks, so um, stuff in my eye. Anyway. <laughs> Um, and sometimes I get the time to, to jot down ideas I hear from the news, and sometimes not so much. Um, yeah, I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to more and more, uh, when I hear a news piece, really quickly get my phone and just just jot down a note so I can remember what it is and so I can, when I read that later on, remember more what's going on. Um, I heard this, I think it was yesterday. I know I heard it today. I might have heard it, I think it was yesterday. Apparently, 
Bill Gates is investing millions into Bud Light. I guess he's bought millions of dollars of stock in Bud Light. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, now, I don't know him personally, of course. I've bought his products. I really don't have much of a choice because I don't like Apple, so I'm stuck with buying his stuff. Um, at least his operating system. <clears throat> um, but I'm pretty sure that that Bill Gates probably isn't much of a beer drinker, especially light, maybe, maybe light beer, but I can't see him as a beer drinker. So for him to buy, he's doing this, I'm assuming, because he feels sorry for Dylan Mulvaney, whatever that guy, and it's a guy, don't let that person fool you, that Dylan Mulvaney is not a female, it's a dude, he's a guy. Anyway, I guess he feels sorry because, well, not because of him, but he felt sorry, I guess, for Budweiser, because Budweiser has lost millions of dollars in profits because real people who drink Bud Light um, or any most any Anheuser-Busch product is your typical common man. Some women, I'm sure, but it's the guy, the dudes out there, your common guy. You know, um, there's a guy around here who said that pretty much all of the people he knows and his family and his friends, all they drink, that's what they drink is Bud Light. Well, I guess Bud Light, as you know, as we spoke on before, is that they've lost millions because they had a transgender person celebrate his, her, what, 95th day or something as being a woman, finger quotes for the audios, which is ridiculous, but um, of course that got out and... <laughs> Oh, you, you, get, you know the rest of the story. It was ridiculous. But I guess Bill Gates has actually decided to buy several million dollars in, in Budweiser stock to help the company out. I don't know why. Just who knows what these rich people, rich people do. Anyway, um, <clears throat> one thing I also heard. Now, I'm from Alaska originally. I grew up in Alaska. And I heard that Bill, Bill, that former Vice President Biden uh, canceled. Now, I when I first heard this news story, I couldn't tell if the news story was he canceled seven drilling permits or he canceled his seventh drilling permit. Either way you look at it, look at look, look at the gas pump. You want to know why the gas prices are so high? Yeah. Let's go, Brendan. Biden is canceling out and stopping everything that has to do with oil. He's got this weird dream. Actually, he doesn't have the dream. He's just trying to fulfill some promises he made during his election. And all of his promises are these weird uh, people who worship... Um, who worship the earth, I guess, who worship nature, and they have this belief that um, that if you use any kind of fossil fuels at all, you destroy the planet, or something like that. Of course, it's ridiculous, but um, stupid people don't think rationally, so, and uh, anyway, so he's, um, and I'm kind of wondering, the Democrats that live in Alaska, what they think about this, because Alaska... Oil is the lifeblood of Alaskans. Well, that's one of them. I mean, they do go. There is still minerals that come out of Alaska. There's there's timber. There's fishing. Yes, but oil is the big money. Oil is what makes Alaskans. That's their income. Without oil, Alaska would be probably what most people think of Alaska is anyway. A cold, dark, barren wasteland. Which I've actually heard that from some people. And I tell people I'm from Alaska. Isn't it always dark and cold up there? Oh. Anyway, <coughs> excuse me. 
So you get the idea. <clears throat> um, and also, <clears throat> um, apparently there's a group of voters, I'm using finger quotes here, that are trying to ban Trump from being on the Colorado ballot. I've never been to Colorado, <clears throat> never lived there. I know it's a redundant statement, or anyway, you get the idea. Um, but apparently there's a group of people, and they, in the news, called them voters, who knows, that want to keep Trump off the Colorado ballot. I don't know if that's legal. Uh, apparently they say because of the insurrection, whatever, that it, they, they're dealing with, I think, the, what, the 14th Amendment is what they said, that if anybody, if any president or any person in office um, tries to take down the government or something like that, or intersection or whatever, then they are illegal, Ill illegible to running for, for, I think, some kind of government office. And so they're trying to use that. <clears throat> and it cracks me up because January 6th was not an insurrection. Believe you me, there was enough patriots there, with, I'm sure with enough guns or people who have guns, that if on January 6th, if the people really wanted to take over the government, it would have been easy, easy for people to do that. Um, as I've told you before, um, I approve of what happened on January 6th. I approve of what they did, but I don't approve of how they did it. We didn't need a dork dressed up in, in buffalo antlers, horns, whatever, to do whatever he did and get in trouble for it. Ashley Babbitt didn't need to be, didn't need to be killed, murdered by a, by a, a Capitol policeman, and he did, and she was. Um, and as I understand that the Capitol Policeman is being hailed as a hero, and unfortunately Ashley Babbitt is dead in the grave. Tell that to her parents. Um, anyway, uh, uh, they're trying so hard to keep Trump off the ballot that Colorado's in the first step. I guess they're trying to. Don't know how successful they were. Anyway, um, I guess right now, as of this is Friday afternoon, uh, 5.20 p.m. here on the West Coast, the left coast, whatever. And apparently right now, Biden, former Vice President Biden, is over in, I think, India? In some kind of world summit. It's like, okay, whatever, sure. One thing that kind of ticked me off about that was there were ABC News, I think is what it was, was I heard this on the radio, was saying what he would plan to do over there. And one of the things he planned to do in, 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 in India is he planned to actually make it so more um, Boeing, I think, Airplanes were being built in India, so he's taking away American jobs. Hmm, isn't that interesting? Um, the news was also, I mean, he's try, he wants to install Bidenomics, which is really interesting because when I first heard Biden say Bidenomics, huh, what was that? Oh, I don't know what that is, but oh, it sounds pretty cool. Okay, whatever, Bidenomics, okay, whatever that is, okay, I'll, I'm, I'm good with it. And now he's bragging about inventing it, which is... <clears throat> idiocy. Anyway, um, he wants to push Bidenomics worldwide. <laughs> now, anybody who goes to the grocery store, goes to the gas pump, goes to the gas station, and if they look at the prices, or maybe if you can't find a job or something, um, yeah, that is what Bidenomics does. Look at the prices. Exactly. So if he wants to push that worldwide, that means everyone will have their prices sky high, which, you know, that means no oil, blah, 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 blah. You get the idea, which is ridiculous. Um, and he also claims that he's also doing this because of climate change. And uh, we all know it. Uh, yeah, climate change is a myth. Um, if we think as little puny, puny, insignificant humans that we can kill, damage, or even kill a planet, 
just by burning fossil fuels, you are sadly mistaken. Um, that we there might be some slight damage caused by humans with climate change, maybe, but I believe it is insignificant. And if you believe in climate change, you seek some medical, seek some seek some professional help because you have some mental problems. Anyway, it's my personal opinion, of course. Um, something else I thought was really interesting about this this next little piece here. I guess more and more Democrats are coming out against former Vice President Joe Biden to running for president. They see his age, they see how feeble he is, and they see when he speaks, when he goes off script, he mumbles, he says things that don't make sense. Um, it's ridiculous. I mean, some of the th I, I wish I would have had a... a I, I, I've tried to do this before, look for because I know it's probably on YouTube somewhere, somewhere, the audio is somewhere, I know it is, that has a montage of all the mumbling and stupid things Biden has said in his career as allegedly president, but he's not, anyway. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and I guess, amazingly enough, um, Kamala Harris was over in, I think, Europe somewhere or something, not not in the country, and somebody asked her about, well, are you ready to step up to be president if Joe Biden can't? She just kept, yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready. And this has been the, this has been the rumor coming up for a while, is that maybe that, you know, does that mean that, that Biden may not make it to the primaries? I mean, right now, as I, I think it was like the last episode or, or, or one before that, where I brought up all the, uh, the presidential candidates, who people want to be president. And I believe on the Democrat side, um, there are three people who want to be president for the Democrat ticket, but because of the news and how corrupt um, <laughs> the, the, news sit, the news is, you never hear about them. There are three people, on the Democrat, Democrat socialist, you get the idea, on the left, who want to be president, but you probably never heard of because that's just exactly the way the media wants it to be. The media, um, the media is the lapdog of the Democrat Party, and they don't want anybody else but Joe in there, but they're starting to see how terrible Joe is with his, how he, I mean, he trips, he falls, he stumbles through his words, he stumbles through his feet, um, he says the most ridiculous things, if you can understand what he's saying. So you get the idea. And actually, I was on Twitter before I kept doing this um, podcast, and I'm starting to see hints of, of Michelle Obama possibly coming in to, to be the president, run for president. But that would be interesting, because that would be a very interesting battle. And of course, the left would love that, because Michelle allegedly, well, she is black, but allegedly a woman, there's been more. There's been hints coming out also that Michelle really isn't a, a woman. She's actually a man. Um, I did hear a video piece from uh, I can't remember her name right now. Um, she's a, a comedian from way back in the day. Um, very very gruff woman, but very funny. And she actually came out and said that uh, no, Barack Obama's gay. And Michelle Obama, her real name is Michael Obama. I mean, they're they're a gay couple. So. I was like, huh, okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, but uh, Michelle Obama, I guess there, there's somebody trying to promote her to, to run to be the Democrat ticket because, I get, again, they don't trust Joe Biden. They're really, I believe they're really super afraid to have him go, go freelance um, without a teleprompter because he'll just say the dumbest things. I know that Trump didn't always say the smartest things either, but at least you can understand what Trump's saying. With Biden... 
yeah, you get the idea. Um, so there's more and more people coming out against Biden because of how feeble, because he's how old he is. Um, and speaking of age, um, this is not all over the news today, but enough. Apparently, Nancy Pelosi, at 83 years old, wants to run again for her congressional seat. And I guess she's out of San Francisco. And I heard that. It's like, wait a minute. Didn't she retire last time when the Republicans took over the House? I could have swore she retired. That's why uh, that Hakeem Jeffries, I believe that's his name. I believe that's why he is now the head, the Senate minority leader or congressional minority leader because Nancy Pelosi was to retire. I believe that's what she wanted. However, there is that old saying, power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. And when you have absolute power, during when, when Trump was in office, Nancy Pelosi had power. The uh, head of the, the, the congressional um, majority leader, the Speaker of the House, has really great power. And I think she just ate it up and she wants to get more. However, she's 83. She obviously has issues. Rumor has it that maybe she's a drinker, which is nothing wrong with drinking necessarily. But rumor has it she drinks possibly a little too much. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, she wants to run again for her congressional seat out of Frisco at 83. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, now, I heard this. Uh, that's just kind of surprised me. Um, apparently, Rotten Tomatoes um, is a, uh, a maybe you have heard it, maybe not, but it's a, it's kind of like um, a, a critic, a movie critic firm, whatever. Um, there's a station I, I listen to um, in this area. And once a week on Friday, they would actually have a Rotten Tomatoes segment where somebody from Rotten Tomatoes would call them and they would talk about the movie, whatever movie is popular coming up or the, the list of movies coming out that Friday, whatever, they would talk about it. Well, they were saying that, um, that the call from Rotten Tomatoes kind of didn't happen anymore. Because that's one thing I was noticing about a few months ago. It's like, hey, the Rotten Tomato guy isn't calling in this, in this show on the radio. Why not? Well, they were saying that, for one thing, um, they were getting um, the political thing. Um, the politics were coming into play, you know, and stuff like that. And, of course, you know, and, and well, that's just the po political and some other things were happening. I guess when they mentioned about politics, they began to not really agree too much. And there's one other thing right now, I can't remember what that is. But um, it's been, I guess, it's come out now that... that um, marketing firm has been paying Rotten Tomatoes for the positive feedback on movies. So, uh, sad to say, because I used to really respect Rotten Tomatoes. However, when a movie comes out, usually I do the opposite of what the critics say. Uh, there's been a couple movies that's come out that I've seen it, that again, now, I know that that, um, that some movies have come out that the critics have just hailed as, as wonderful pieces of cinema, which Oh, they, they sucked, or they sucked or close to it. Anyway, Rotten Tomatoes got caught for pale, I guess, something like that. So, yeah, something like that. Um, and finally, um, Monday, because this is the 8th of September, Monday is the 11th, September 11th. And what I want to do right now is 
a moment of silence for the people who lost their lives in that terrorist attack. Um, not only in New York, but also in D.C. and in Pennsylvania. So a moment of silence and remembrance for the people who lost their lives. Okay. Thank you for your participation, whether you did or not. Finally, um, now what really gets me here also is, um, of course, it came out today that um, that the original list for the indictments over over Trump in, in Georgia, I guess, aside from the indictments that came out, I guess 19 more or something came out of people who they either they decided to indict or thought about indicting. It, it blows my mind every time the indictments are spoken of. It happens. People are, are found guilty of these of these of these crimes. It's like, but they never ever mention these grand juries come out and say, no, he didn't do it. He didn't do it, or she didn't do it. They never say that. Every time a, a, a alleged crime takes place and they put it before a grand jury, the grand jury goes, Yeah, he did it. Yeah, no problem, he did it. Um, what blew my mind was I was listening to um, Newsmax today. And they were talking to a reporter who said that um, <clears throat> one of the grand jury members from, I forget which grand jury it was, uh, talking about it might have been Trump, I don't know, actually went down to talk to protesters against Trump in front of the courthouse. And I'm thinking to myself, isn't that illegal? You can't do that, can you? I mean, you just can't, as a grand jury member, you can't go out into the public and talk to people about the case. You, you can't do that. Well, of course, when it comes to this corrupt system, uh, this um, <laughs> this, uh, this in using using the uh, the courts, using the law as weapons of war against your opponents. I didn't know this was a banana republic, but I guess we are now. But um, and apparently, I guess that uh, it was it was come to find out that the same um, that the same jury member. They all knew that Trump was guilty. There is, they're just, they're just, they're just, they're, they're just there for formalities. They already know this is before any an investigation. I'm assuming they're all Democrats, and most Democrats despise Trump. They would like nothing more than him to be in an orange jumpsuit breaking rocks. Um, so, you know, that's what gets me is, you know, if they are convinced he's already guilty, then what's all this stuff going on for? I mean, he's not. He's done nothing illegal. You know, even if he did something illegal, there's nothing in the Constitution, as I understand it, that prohibits a man for running for but to run for president while incarcerated. Besides, it's the people's choice. So, anyway, um, I also want to say on here that uh, yeah, 9/11. Um, um, again, there was um, in New York City, Arlington, Virginia. Uh, and in Pennsylvania, Stony Creek Township, and um, there were 2,996 deaths, and uh, it says that this is 2,971 uh, plus. Now, I don't consider the terrorists a part of that. The people that died on there, they were victims. Those terrorists were not victims. Oh, I've heard, I've heard people, I've heard conspiracy theorists say other things about it, but 
neither neither way or no how I, whatever type of thing um but uh it was an ugly day for us um it uh allegedly it was the idea that okay we know that the, the both the world trade center towers got destroyed um and the pentagon got got damaged and it was thought that the the plane that went down in Pennsylvania was going to either the Capitol building or the White House. So either way, that would have been huge. And um, again, I'm sure they've had mo lots of praise, but the but uh, the people who took down the airplane, those brave souls, those patriots, stood up against those people and with with box cutter knives. And I don't know if they got hurt in the in the, in the fight in the process. But eventually they did um, die as martyrs, died as heroes. So my 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 heart my hat goes off to them, and my heart goes out to their families for for supporting such brave individuals, heroes, putting it very, very lightly. Uh, it's, it's crazy. Anyway, um, with everything going on today, uh, it, it's really easy to hate people it really is to me if it's a it's a, de a progressive democrat on the left um a politician um like dylan mulvaney mulvaney that that person has, has his sickness he is sick he is sick he's got a sickness he needs medication uh, therapy something but he's ill so i don't really have a lot of anger toward him that's just like you know, like somebody catches a, a bad bug, like if somebody catches the China virus, am I going to get mad at? <laughs> am I going to get mad at the person or the you know, or the the virus? You get the idea. But it's easy, it is very easy to to get angry at at Biden, um, at Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, pretty much you know um, Merrick Garland. It's really easy to get angry at at people who do stupid things for their own greed, for their own promotion, for their own selves. It's super easy. Unfortunately, as, as, a, as a Christian, I, I fight against that. Maybe you do too, I don't know. I don't, maybe you're a Christian, maybe you're not. Maybe you're some other faith system, religion, whatever. Um, but I have to catch myself from acting that way, from being that way. Jesus said uh, in Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. 37, because um, I guess somebody uh, somebody said I forget who it was. Teacher, what is the greatest of the, what is the greatest commandment? And Jesus replied, "Love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. So love God. Boom. That's it. The second one is one like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. And your neighbor is mankind. Anybody, whether they are family or not, whether they're friends or not." Whether they're neighbors or not, whether they're your side of the, whether you're, whether they have, whether they have your your value system or not, whether they're in a part of your political party or not, you get the idea. Your neighbor is your fellow human being, your fellow human. And and there's been a few times I've read that and like, oh, that's a tough one. How do you do that? I mean, yes, it's easy to love your buddy. It's easy to love your wife. It's easy to love your husband. It's easy to love your kids. It's easy to love your friends. Your siblings, your family, your you know people you work with. It's easy to love them, you know people that agree with you about with things. It's easy to love them, but what about the people who aren't your friends? What about the people who 
don't like you, who want to cause harm to you? What about the people like former, former Vice President Joe Biden, who has actually said in front of camera, people like me are domestic terrorists and are, and are an existential threat to the country? I mean, it, it's it, that, that term, um, as a veteran, as a American born and bred here in this country, I've never been at, even that. Well, I take that back. I've been out of the country, but if you call Canada that, well, whatever. <laughs> I drove through Canada, but uh, I mean, it, it kind of it, it kind of hurt my heart a little bit hearing the you know the former Vice President Joe Biden. And you noticed again, I don't call him president because he's not the president. In my personal opinion, Joe Biden is not the president. Donald Trump is, but that's just my opinion. He stood up on that stage in front of the camera and actually came out and said that that people like me are domestic terrorists. And that just blows my mind. It's like, how dare you? How dare you talk that way to half the population? Like that uh, Enrique, what's his face? That, 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 um, that Proud Boys member, they got persecuted. He got, he got his, uh, yeah, what, 18 years in prison, I think is what it was? And the prosecution wanted 33 years in prison, which is ridiculous. Um, I even seen what I thought was a conservative table or a group on, on was it Facebook or, or, or Twitter, I forget which one it was, saying about how much they thought about, like, the idea of a Proud Boy going to prison. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Proud Boys are not threat. They're not terrorist groups. Proud Boys are a patriot group. They like, to, they like to jokingly comment them to themselves that they are a drinking club with a patriot problem. Um, the interesting thing was the same gentleman who, who got indicted today and got put, you know, kind of sentence handed down to him, I believe he was in Portland a few years ago, and um, he was heading his group and doing protesting and doing, doing his, his, his First Amendment right of, of, of letting his voice be heard and protesting. And apparently, um, a reporter was there from Portland who wanted to prove that the Proud Boys was a racist, terrorist, racist, white racist group. And so, then somebody says, well, here, come talk to our leader. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll go talk to the leader. And, and this guy walks up, a guy who I believe is half black, half Hispanic or something like that. Or maybe he's half black, half Puerto Rican, whatever. He's definitely not a white guy. Walks up to us and says, are you the leader of this group? She goes, yeah, I'm the leader. So what, what, what's that? You know, well, what do you think about the idea of, of people calling you racist, white racist, you know, white, white supremacists? Like, do I look white to you or something like that? And, and the funny thing is, is that when this gentleman walked up to her for an interview, it totally, it, it sounded like this reporter, her, all of her plans, all of her comments were blown out the, blown out the window because she wanted to talk to this white racist as she knew was a leader of the Proud Boys, and she knew, aha, I got him now, and then this gentleman walks up who's not white at all. He says, yeah, I'm the leader here, what's up? What's kind of, you know, what are you talking about? And she's like, uh, uh, um, crap. <laughs> I'm thinking that's what she was saying to herself, because how do you call someone who looks like that a white supremacist when they're neither? So, I mean, I've been to a Proud Boys group, and there is a wide variety of people there. Black, white, Hispanic, a Asian, everybody's there. All different skin colors, all different nationalities. 
I go to a Black Lives Matter, I've been, to, I've, I've went and visited one of theirs. Um, it was in the same day that I went to the the, um, the Proud Boys thing. I went to their rally in front of the Capitol in Sa you know, Salem there in, in Oregon, and most of them were black. A few were white, but most of them were black. Um, and because they think that only Black Lives Matter, would it be safe to assume that they're racist, that they think that only Black Lives Matter, so that all other races don't matter, all other colors don't matter, would that be safe to assume? I think so, but of course, that's just my personal opinion. And I think it's really interesting that during the last election, um, when I, I used to have a different job, I used to drive, drive through a small town, and during the election, nearly every day, there was protesters in the street corner, Black Lives Matter protesters, saying how much they thought Black Lives Mattered over other races. And the interesting thing was they did this, I think, day after day for like months. At least one, if not many people, on all four corners of this intersection, holding up signs and, 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 and other flags and whatnot, saying that Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. The second they found out allegedly what they think that Joe Biden that you know that they think that Joe Biden won, immediately everything stopped. All the protesting stopped. And I was thinking to myself, gee, did Joe Biden magically just make racism disappear? Because since then I've seen no protesting at all in my area. And no no kind of Black Lives Matter protesting whatsoever in this where I, where I live at, the area I live at. Not just the towns, but the region, the area. I've seen nothing. So that means that Joe Biden is godlike, that Joe Biden can actually stop racism in America? Did he do that just like that? <laughs> of course not. It's, <laughs> that tells me how politically driven the left-leaning domestic terrorists like Black Lives Matter, like Antifa, how they are. They're, they're, they're politically driven domestic terrorists. And I would love it if our country identified them that as such. So as you can see, I get kind of riled up about this. Part of me wants to hate them for what they do, for what they say. But again, I got to look back at the scripture, Matthew 22, 37. Love, you know, or actually it's 30, 39. Matthew 22, 39. Love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus never ever said that obeying the scripture is going to be easy. He actually he said it's going to be very hard, very difficult. And you might even get killed for it. But that's just the way it is. As a as a believer, as a Christian, um, and I don't necessarily mean Catholic, because I don't believe Catholics are Christians, but that's just my... Anyway, we'll talk about that later on, maybe. That's a, different, that's a topic for a different day. But um, I believe that, um, yeah, that, that there's only one God. Um, there are spirits out there, of course. There are, there's a devil, and he has his minion of spirits. The devil took out a third of the angels from heaven, and they tried to rebel against God, and, and God just kicked them all out of heaven. Fell, kicked out. You get the idea. So um, there's only one God. He loves everybody, and all you got to do is just open your heart to him. And that's what he's trying, trying to say. The very first top law, love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, and your mind. The second one, love your neighbors as yourself, which again is extremely hard. Oh my gosh, have you ever tried to do that? It is especially for somebody who doesn't like you, and for somebody that, and perhaps for somebody you don't like for a personal reason or whatever. 
and it's it's terrible to think that way. It really is. So um, it's it's awful. But anyway, um, yeah, it, it's really difficult to to think that way. Uh, as a Christian, I do my best. I really do. I do my best to to try to. Um, to, to try to act that way, I don't want to to portray hate or prejudice or anything. I don't hate anyone. Um, I don't hate blacks, of course. I don't hate gays. I don't hate transgender people. Um, they're people. I love people. Um, I think I know of some gay people, or a few of the people that I know who I think might be gay. Um, I'm guessing they are from some social media post I've seen or pieces of it but as long as they don't push on me they can be that way I mean that's okay as long as they're happy with whatever and if they you know and eventually when you die you have to sit in front of God the, the, the almighty judge and confront him now I'm happy with what I am with who I am and I'm, I'm at peace with my soul where I'm going after I die but are you you know, with what you're doing. I mean, if you're a gay, if you are a Democrat, <laughs> transgender, whatever. I mean, I keep on hearing from these gender, transgender people that I was born in the wrong body. And my first thought was, dude, chick, whatever. God doesn't make mistakes. You were born the way you are for a reason. You just can't be born a guy and say, hmm, I think I'm a girl because I just feel like I am. Or vice versa, you can't be born a girl and say, you know, God made a mistake. I'm not supposed to be a girl. I'm supposed to be a boy. It doesn't work that way. God does not make mistakes. If you were born a male, if you were born a female, deal with it. That's just how you are. Anyway, my friends, once again, Matthew 22, 37. Jesus replied. Actually, it's Matthew, Matthew 30, 22, 36. Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. The second one is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. It's hard, but it's in the Bible. It's, it's a law. So, anyway, my friends, this is Dale. This has been from a particular point of view. So, until next time, God bless. Take care. Uh, don't get too angry with things. And uh, try to love your neighbors yourself. And by all means, love God. So, until next time, <laughs> so don't forget watercoolercomments at hotmail.com, watercoolercomments at gmail.com, and make comments on Twitter, Facebook, uh, not Facebook, uh, Twitter, Getter, True Social, YouTube, and Rumble. So, until next time, God bless. Have a great day and take care. This is, from a particular point of view, I'm Dale. Have a good one. Bye bye.